Did you check your l l l levels? L l l levels. Yes, I did, Elliot. I checked my levels and it's on 65. So if it's still Plus bad, I don't know what to 69. tell you. 69. Nice. The um the gallery wall that I showed you is actually 69 inches wide. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I've got to keep it like this. <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> Living in an apartment that you pay for with everything that you have bought still laughs at 69 jokes i mean you say this like i've bought Pays things. a taxes. lot of this stuff was donated from <laughs> michael's parents I a mean, lot of these were donations from michael's parents that they I were getting rid of i feel like most of what you own ever in your life is going to be donated by somebody else right i mean in your case they're being donated for your wedding is is that not true i have one wedding gift <laughs> so far i mean yes yeah, so far well i'm just i refuse to pay felix is here <gasps> here Look at comes that butthole. the boy he wants my dried mango specifically he doesn't want the mango he wants the bag because he has fucking pica or so i'm led to believe what's and pica I, um it's like that thing where like you crave like it's like goats they crave that mineral except it's like they crave unnatural things he loves to chew on plastic oh is that like um What's that TLC show? Yes, my strange addiction. Yes, Felix is, yes. Felix's strange addiction is literally plastic. You like see that plastic woman bags. that ate a couch. That yes, I did. I live with her. It's Felix. Wild he, man. He, now he wants kisses. It's a whole thing. But Felix, I'm playing we have keep to record away. an episode. <laughs> and he shows Go you his away. ass in response. Yeah, we'll be playing keep away with the mango for the entirety of this episode, I feel. Yes, and I already apologize if there's some ambient noise in the background. It is very nice out today, and um, I have the windows open, and we're recording earlier than usual, so there's Surprise! more traffic. Well, and also, who who can't enjoy a little bit of ambiance? Ambiance. Ambiance. Every, every once in a while, an extremely loud motorcycle or an ambulance. Yeah. Whatever. You know. It's the um, New Jersey way. It is. Before we even get to the episode today, we have something very exciting to announce. Do you remember what we're announcing? Yes, because you reminded me yesterday. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. So we're, we're trying something this year, guys. We are trying something. We're experimenting. Very exciting. It's college again. Now, have any of you ever done Secret Santa, where you get a gift for somebody and you wrap it all up and you, you either like send it to them or you give it to them and then they open it and it's like a surprise gift from somebody and then you have to figure out who got it for you. Well, yeah. we're going to do a version of that and because Christmas is dumb and overplayed, we are going and to do... we're not all Christmas celebrators. No, we're not all Christmas celebrators, but we can all be Halloween celebrators. Hell yeah. So we're doing Secret Satan... Hey, we're going to link on all of our social media, the Facebook, the Instagram, Twitter, uh, on the website, everywhere. Uh, the form that you can fill out if you want to participate in Secret Satan this year, fill out the form uh, and then we will pair you with another one of our friends, our listener friends, and um, we'll be sending each other Halloween, spooky, creepy inspired gifts. Yeah, and this isn't like the MLM kind of one that you see on Facebook where it's like, all right, everybody buy a book and then send somebody that book and then you'll get 300 books back. It's not like that. We're not. No. Yeah. It's like 
someone's going to be paired with another person, you're going to send them a cute little Halloween treat. Or a truck, maybe. That was a loud truck. (laughs) Uh, So if you have any questions, let us know, and then we can uh, maybe compile a bunch of uh, questions and kind of answer them on the podcast. We're going to to start gathering... um, like names addresses of people that want to do it obviously your address will only be shared with one other person and it is the person that you get to send a gift you have to be okay with sharing your address that is the only caveat to this maybe i wonder if we can do like a thing like they do with wedding registries where it's just automatically no that's too much work that's too much work never mind and with my wedding registry my address pops up regardless yeah yours does but my my girlfriend that has gotten married at least like three times at this point not because she just gets married a bunch of times yeah it's been to the same person and it's not like (laughs) a liz taylor situation but yeah because of covid like their registry doesn't like show their address because i i forgot their address and i was trying to send them like something else i want to say it was an anniversary gift and it was I, like, I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to ask them what their address is because that makes me a bad friend because I grew up with her husband and I basically grew up with her as well on the Catholic school front. And I I could not find their address. And so then I had to like go deep into my archives and couldn't find it there and ended up texting our mutual friend. And I was like, hey, do you, do you remember yeah. their address? I'm sorry. <laughs> I think a registry would be too difficult. So maybe if somebody really, really, really wants to do it and they really don't want to share their uh, address, we can do like a digital version. Yeah, and, like a like, gift card. Fuck email. It. Yeah, so like you can email somebody an Amazon in, gift card. Yeah, if you're interested in that, let us know. Um, but for everybody that wants to do the traditional secret Satan, we will also be participating. At least oh, I will. will. Yeah, okay. I am. I don't know if you are. I mean, I guess I am because peer pressure. Good. So we'll be doing it. So you can get paired with one of us as well. It's going to be totally at random. So uh, get your addresses and stuff in early. We're going to collect everything up until I would say probably uh, we'll we'll get more info on it a little later on. But I would say probably like the first or second week of September. And then hopefully we can all open our gifts uh, on Halloween. That would, that would be lovely. Be fun. Yeah, so all give every, Eve. Yeah, so we give everybody enough time to like get their little gift and send it out. Um, I'm gonna say we're probably gonna do a cap of like twenty five dollars. We're not gonna do anything yeah. crazy. U.S. dollars. U.S. dollars. Yes. Also, uh, for international people, we're gonna have to try to figure out how to do that. that. That's how. That's how email can work. Yeah. Yeah. You, if, if you if if you and your Satan are like, yo, it's like eighty dollars to ship a twenty five dollar gift. Don't don't fucking worry about it. Don't don't freak out. I think Amazon also. I know that Amazon is the devil and Jeff Bezos is just a fucking thumb. But I think you can Amazon to other countries and it still falls under the two day shipping thing because when Michael lived in England for that bit. Mm-hmm. I would Amazon his gifts because I also am a cheap bitch who does not want to pay $80 to ship a $25 gift. Yeah. So, so we'll, we'll try to figure that out, but don't let that deter you from uh, entering because we want to get as many people as we can with this. So 
Uh, again, that link is going to be on all of our social media, on the website, everything. It's like a Google form. You just submit that, and then we'll get the ball rolling. Yeah. Uh, any questions, email it to crimeculturepod at gmail.com. You could also go to any of our um, social media and DM us, and yeah. uh, we'll try to work everything out there, and we will definitely get you updates as uh, the month progresses. But yes, yeah, we're we hoping do. to get as many names as possible before the beginning of September, just to give everyone time to send out their stuff. I would, I would personally say homemade or local gifts are the mwah, creme de la creme. But if you need to send something via Amazon or another website, you do you. Okay. I will do me. Thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, now we are going to, um, kind of on that same vein of like, Promote small business, uh, local. Yes. I don't know if uh, you know what we're talking about today. I don't know. I, I'm giving a, a quizzical face. I'm very um, excited for this topic. Hey, yeah, it you wouldn't tell me what it was. Cryptid Museums of the United States. Ooh! Yes. We it love started, to plan a road trip. It started as spooky museums, and there are a lot. <laughs> so guess what? This is going to be a topic that comes up again and again. But this Whoa. one, this episode is specifically cryptids. Some I have been to, some I have not, and they are on my list. So we're going to get into it. The first one is probably the most popular one, and it is the International Cryptozoology Museum in Portland, Maine. I have been to this one, and <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, the website is cryptozoologymuseum.com. I will link all of these um, on our website, by the way. Um, so they are open from 11 to 6 every day, but they're closed on Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's Day. So don't go Honestly, then. yeah, you go. Except for yeah. those days. You know what I mean. <laughs> Never mind. It's $10 for adults as of right now and $5 for kids. Adults is 13 and plus. That's a fucking steal. It is. A with all the stuff that they have there, hell yeah, it's a steal. Yeah. So what you're going to see there, um, it has a little bit of everything. It's got Bigfoot. It's got Mothman. It's got the Loch Ness Monster, the Dover Demon, everything. Um, there's actually a new exhibit that I'm very excited to see when I go back in October because I'm going to Maine for my honeymoon. Um, it's a brand new exhibit called Sasquatch Revealed, and it just opened this year. Um, their website says, quote, this museum is the result of more than five decades of field research, travel and dedicating and dedication to gathering representative materials, native art, foot casts, hair samples, models and other cryptozoological samples. Its director, Lauren Coleman, has moved his Cabinet of Curiosities Home Museum collection to a more formal foundation establishment in a planned, secure fashion. He and a dedicated battery of volunteers opened the museum first in 2003 and then moved to a downtown public location in, on November 1st, 2009 as the world's first cryptozoology museum, end quote. Damn. Um, I believe, I need to do more research on this, but I believe Lauren Coleman, the owner of the museum, was also one of the founders of the Dover Demon. Like, he is one of the people that, like, like discovered this cryptid. Ooh, he was working at the museum, like literally at the front desk when I was oh, there. Fuck no, 
Oh, okay. I thought you meant like when he discovered this, and I was like, uh. No, I mean, he's a cryptozoologist, so he's always been into all of this stuff. And I should probably say right up top if you don't know what cryptozoology is, it's oh, the yeah. study of um, hidden species. So, like the Bigfoots, Loch Ness monsters, um, like all that sort of stuff. Chupacabras. People who are um, attracted to me. Yeah. <laughs> I would say so. Uh, sometimes the best part of a museum, it's the merch. So at this true at this museum, you can get gorgeous posters. You really got to go on their website and look because their posters are phenomenal. And I'm definitely getting one. Uh, postcards, of which I have one. They got patches, stickers, ornaments, and a series of cryptozoology books on a variety of different creatures. So they got literally everything you could want as far as cryptozoology related things. And I know we just shat on Christmas, but they have ornaments. They do have ornaments. They've oh, got Bigfoot ornaments. Oh my God. Oh, Jesus, take the wheel. I'm writing this down. I'm writing yeah. this down. And you know I'm what? I'm writing this down. I say this because like, if we're doing Secret Satan, maybe you want to like go to one of these websites that I'm going to be talking about and like buy something from their merch store and support a business. Because as we all know, uh, we're still in the middle of a pandemic, but um, stuff is opening again and these businesses really need help. And you should be going to these places and supporting them. And that was like 30 motorcycles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you should be going to these places and supporting them and giving them your money and I'm going to say a couple of them like a couple of these museums you can get in for free so donate buy at stuff all. at their gift shops like yeah and like the people they're performing still a service work. exactly um, but when you're done with the museum and you're out what else can you do in the area so Portland Maine is an extremely cool area I love Portland um, you can't go wrong with any of the food. I personally love Taco Escobar, the Thirsty Pig, the Holy Donut. And there was this awesome Mexican place I went to that I cannot find the name of, but I think it closed recently, probably due to COVID. Mm. Um, and I'm not a seafood gal, but obviously you can't go, you can't choose a bad place to get a lobster roll. Right. They have lobster roll at McDonald's oh, so <laughs> in this good. area. Um, so obviously go for it with the seafood. Um, there's amazing shopping in the area. There's sightseeing. It's a gorgeous town. Uh, there's um, murals everywhere. It's amazing. Um, there's endless amounts of things to do in the surrounding areas. And right next to the museum is the Bissell Brewing Company. And if you like beer. But they also look like they have incredible food. And you know that's going to be on my list when I go. Well, so, and also you're forgetting the main attraction here, which is Stephen King. Uh, Stephen King is not Maine near has Portland, a Stephen Maine. King. Yes, ah, but it's... But you said the surrounding area. It's a couple hours away to get to where Stephen King is. Are, are I you looked, telling Stephen King he's not worth a couple of hours of I your time? for where Stephen King's town is, and I was going to try to convince Elliot to be like, hey, I know it's our honeymoon, but like, can we go to Stephen <laughs> King's town? Uh, but it's too far away. But you can do that. I'm if you want to do Elliot. a full Maine trip, definitely do it. Hell yeah. Um, Live your next, best life. Next one I'm going to talk about is the Bigfoot Discovery Museum. This is in uh, Felton, California. It's in Southern California, just north of Santa Cruz. So guess where you're going? I guess I'm going there. Yeah. 
Uh, their website is BigfootDiscoveryProject.com. They are open from 11 to 6 every day except Tuesday. Okay. and That's initially- okay. We've got something to do on Tuesdays. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's here. <laughs> you can, here. Yeah, I was going to say, you can listen to us. <laughs> um, admission is free, but with a $25 donation, you become a museum member. And membership perks include a 15% discount on all items sold in the museum, a standing invitation to all of the museum regularly scheduled m- monthly meetings, access to their audio-video library, and takeout privileges from their book library, preferred status for invitation to all museum special events, and the opportunity to play a part in some of the efforts of the Discovery Project. So literally, it's the most perks you could possibly get. There's more perks than our Patreon. I was going to say, that's a great deal. Don't say that. Don't say that, because then people won't... Give them a $25 donation and go see the museum. I mean, but do they have a video of cats choosing last week's podcast episode on there? They have some, they have a very famous video, which I will talk about. Oh, fuck me. Okay. I ruined it. Okay, fine. (laughs) The museum's collection includes exhibits of local history tied with local Bigfoot sightings. There's also various displays of Bigfoot in pop culture, very much in line with our podcast. Mm. Um, probably the most exciting is actual evidence in the form of a plaster foot cast and handprints, along with a detailed exhibit of the famous Patterson Gimlin film. And this is the one piece of Bigfoot footage that hasn't been debunked. It's that black and white one that he's kind yes. of far away and he's walking. Yes. So that one hasn't been debunked yet. So they have this Damn. footage. And according to their website, the museum received permission and the blessing of Robert Roger Patterson's widow, Patricia Patterson, to make the Patterson Gimlin footage available for viewing to visitors on a continuous loop. Nice. So they have they have permission from the family to have this video footage. And That's great. In addition to the exhibits inside the main building, uh, in the back of the building, there's a nocturnal diorama featuring Bigfoot and something that's so cute, an audio video outside cafe area where you can see Bigfoot documentaries of your choosing. So it's like a little movie Aww. theater. Yeah. Isn't that so cute? I love that. Yes. Um, obviously, the merch you can get here is just Bigfoot mania. They have yeah. mugs and buttons and T-shirts and stickers and local art. They have everything Bigfoot. So... You love to see I, it. We have a Bigfoot obsessed friend. So we do. Her name is Elisa. We've mentioned her once or twice. Yes. Uh, she may be talking about Bigfoot on this very program eventually. <gasps> Spoilers. Um, but yes, everything Bigfoot. Um, and like I said, um, with the donation, they have a lot of cute events going on every once in a while. So you really have to check out their website and figure out the different speakers they have and um, different Bigfoot hunts, all the cute stuff. Um, Other stuff you can do in the area. There doesn't seem to be many other Bigfoot attractions in the area compared to another entry that I will talk about a little later. Well, yeah, they can't compare. I guess. How are they going to compete with that? Come on. I know. Um, But there's gorgeous hiking opportunities in the Henry Cowell Redwood State Park. You have to see Redwoods at some point in your life if you live in this country. You really need to. They're incredible, and they will be here long after we're gone. So you need to see them. Uh, If you like trains, and Elliot does, there's the (laughs) Roaring Camp Park, which looks really, really cute. You can ride on trains. They have a Thomas the Tank Engine there. It looks adorable. Um, And you can also head down to Santa Cruz, but also check out all the small towns in between because... um, those towns often have the most cute sites. So yeah. check those out. Obviously, like 
you can go to Santa Cruz. It's going to be of cool. course. There's a beach it's going to be great. Yes. Yeah. Say no more. <laughs> uh, the next one's pretty interesting. It's the Skunk Ape Research Headquarters. The what now? The Skunk Ape, which is basically the Bigfoot of uh, Florida. That explains it. Yes. So I get it now. Uh, this is in Florida. It's Ochopee, Florida. Okeechobee. O c h o p e e. Oh no, it's not Okeechobee. Who watched? Who watched? Fucking was it even Stevens? Where Beans was from Okeechobee, Florida. I watched Steven Stevens. <laughs> you remember Beans? He's a mall elf now. But is he really? that's okay. I believe so. Yes, I believe that is a thing. That's fun. Yeah, good for anyway, him. Anyway, so Ochopee, I think is what it's called. Uh, the website is skunkape.info. They got a dot .info. Hope there's info on it. Not too much. Yeah, um, that's yeah. They that's are about open right. from nine to five every day, but they're closed on holidays. Uh, it's fifteen dollars admission for results for adults. Sorry about that. You good? According to Roadside America, uh, didn't say on their website what their admission was. Um, what you're going to see there, their website states that the quote skunk ape research headquarters serves as an Everglades icon and world famous roadside attraction for decades. The exhibit hosts giant alligators and one of the largest snakes in captivity in the world. Goldie, who is a 350 pound reticulated Python. I'm good. I'm okay. Thank you. It's kind of zoo-ish, uh, like a lot of attractions down in Florida. They have, um, they also have some other animals on display, including more pythons, birds, alligators, and turtles. Okay. Um, their merch is kind of insane. <laughs> you can go to their website. They have hats, mugs, shirts, ornaments, bandanas, shot glasses, uh, skunk ape hot sauce. All yes. very Floridian. Very Floridian. They have a <laughs> python skin checkbook, which is not skunk ape related, but I thought I'd mention uh, it. <laughs> I'm... I'm just so confused. <laughs> yes, they ha- they have a little bit of everything. Um, Clearly. Yeah. On their website, there are links for camping in these adorable cabins on their property. Um, and they have Everglades tours. Um, there's opportunities Ooh. for hiking, canoeing, and kayaking, and something called polling, which I have no fucking clue what that is. Mm. Is it fishing? I don't know. Is I it like a gondola a that, you, like, that you like put a pole in the ground and you kind of like push yourself forward i don't understand what it is um but it's a really gorgeous part of the south because something else you can do there is everglades national park and yes there's a ton to do that uh like i mentioned before there's hiking and boating tours that you can take but not just in the national park there's also big cypress national preserve right above it and the headquarters is also only an hour and a half from Miami and two hours from Key Largo. So if you're in those areas or if you're already there for vacation, head mm-hmm. on over uh, westward to uh, Ochopee, Florida. Not Okeechobee. Not, not the home Okeechobee. of beans. Former no. home of beans. No. Uh, the next one is the Folk Monster Mart. And this is in Folk, Arkansas. Yes, and it's folkmonstermart.com. It's open from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. Oh, fuck Every no. day except Sunday, according to Google. That, that's that's not what Dolly Parton was singing about. That's, that's a no from me. 5 a.m., and you've got to yeah. get there before then. Yeah, you do. Anyway, uh, it's free to get in, obviously, uh, because it is not really a museum. Uh, it is more of like a cooler 7-Eleven. 
But okay, they have a lot of info on um, the folk monster, which is also known as the Boggy Creek monster. Okay, and it makes a worthy pit stop on any cryptid road trip. So um, it, obviously, you're not going to spend a ton of time there like you would with some of these other museums, but definitely something that you would want to stop and see. They have on display a plaster footprint cast from a Pacific Northwest Bigfoot. Unfortunately, an original cast of the Boggy Creek monster footprint was lost in a fire decades ago. So they don't have the original one. What a bummer. Yeah. Uh, They also have some newspaper clippings on the wall showcasing uh, and displaying photos, drawings, and a recent uh, plaster footprint cast. Um, They also have one of my favorite things, which is the boggy creek monster photo op and it's one of those like those like wooden cutouts and like you're oh hell yeah yeah those are my favorite things in the entire world we love Um, a good photo op it stands between the monster mart and the post office and apparently they even say this on their website that birds have given the monster a poop beard and hair um you know (laughs) so be careful putting your head too close to it yeah suddenly i'm not so interested anymore (laughs) I will say real quick, not uh, true crime related at all, but I went, uh, when I went to New Mexico for my birthday a couple years ago, Mm -hmm. um, we passed through a town that's in between uh, Santa Fe and Albuquerque. I think it was called, it's spelled Madrid, but I don't think it's pronounced Madrid. That could just be me. Um, But they have something called uh, Connie's Photo Park, and it's literally just a tiny little park full of those little cutouts of like different little scenes. so sweet. It was adorable. So that's uh, like those things are my favorite. I love it. Um, I love that. But merch in this place, obviously, it's like one big gift shop because hell yeah, they have not only a bunch of Boggy Creek monster stickers, books, t-shirts, and hot sauce. Again, the South just loves their fucking hot sauce. Love a hot sauce, yeah. They also have everything you would find in a regular old boring Seven Eleven, but they have a fucking monster outside. I maybe I don't know I'm I I, judge me all you want I'm a sucker for the 7-eleven hot dogs I know it's bad I know it's I know that it'll probably like I'm basically embalming myself before I even get close to death pretty sure it's squirrel meat I mean it very well could be but those are some fucking tasty squirrels if that's the case (laughs) maybe I do belong in Florida (laughs) yes they also have listed online a bunch of awesome looking books not just about the boggy creek monster but also the mothman Uh, Who we'll get to in a second. I was going to say, we know him. Yes. Um, So owner Denny Roberts hopes to one day build visitor cabins, which he calls scare B&Bs out in the swamp. I know. (laughs) That's so cute. Just saying that, I was like, I want him to do it now. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. That's such a great idea. It doesn't seem like Folk Arkansas has a ton going on. But mm. just a 19-minute drive from there is Texarkana. Okay. Yeah. We know Texarkana, yes. specifically its Phantom Killer. Yes. So you can head over there and check out all the lore of the Texarkana Moonlight Murders. And we talked about that in episode six. So yes, we did. Listen back to that. Um, Folk Arkansas is also in the southwest corner of the state, and it has quick access to Texas and Louisiana. So you can kind of make this a multi-state trip if you want to go couple different areas mm-hmm. the next one is a museum that i have kind of been to 
It is the Bigfoot Museum at the Willow Creek China Flat Museum. It's kind of like an annex of the Willow Creek Flat Museum. It's in Willow Creek, California. This is in Northern California, about an hour east of the coast. And um, their website is bigfootcountry.net. Amazing. (laughs) Love it. This is why I've kind of been there, because their hours are a literal joke. Ready for this? Yeah. From the first weekend of May to the last weekend of September, their hours are Wednesday to Sunday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. October, their hours are Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 12 p.m. to 4 p.m., and they're closed November through April, except by appointment. Okay. So I went on a a Pacific Northwest road trip with my family. We were Mm -hmm. in Northern California, and I was like, Willow Creek is the Bigfoot capital of the country, (laughs) so I need to go. And then when we went, it just so happened to be, I think it was like October 1st or 2nd, and it was not a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Oh. So we were not able to go. I was very upset. Um, did you make an appointment? By appointment I only? I did not know. Shameful. Admission is free, um, but please donate because you can donate to them. Yeah, if you can, obviously. Like, yes. if you can't, okay, that's fine. But, like, if you can, that would be cool. Yes. That'd be chill. Um, before you even enter the museum, you are greeted outside by an enormous carved wooden Bigfoot in the front of the building. Um, Hell be- yeah. There's tons of pictures of him, so be sure to check him out, take pictures, and compare your foot to the one on the plaque on the ground next to him. They have like a, a Bigfoot foot cast on the, the ground. Uh, I think I have a picture of my sister's foot next to it. That's so cute. Um, the museum itself includes Bigfoot footprint casts, obviously. That's like one of the big ticket items for any of these hey, places. You gotta. They have Bigfoot pictures and maps and other papers exhibited in this building that I said, it's the Willow Creek China Flat Museum, but they basically mm-hmm. made a whole other section of the museum just for their Bigfoot stuff. <laughs> uh, and As it was you should. Specific, it was built specifically to house the Bigfoot collection. And the upstairs of the building houses a research center that has items pertaining to Humboldt County and Trinity County. And the Bigfoot exhibit gets updated as new items come in. So when you stop in, you'll see the latest of the collection. So go multiple times. You can see new things every time you go. Love it. Um, Of course, you can also check out the rest of the China Flats Museum. Um, The first, uh, the website says it's the First tribes that inhabited the region from the previous 10,000 years, the uh, Hoopa, Yuroka, Karoka, and Chimariko, and Wintu tribes. I think I said those, maybe, right? I don't know. Um, The museum has a collection of artifacts from uh, the various tribes in the surrounding areas, so very, very interesting to see. Yeah. Um, they have a small gift shop, but they have plenty of Bigfoot books and goodies and obviously all the Bigfoot stuff you can check out. Um, like I said, the top of the, the Bigfoot collection is like a research center. So they have a couple of different events that they hold at the museum. So you can go to their website to check out that. And this one is pretty exciting because Willow Creek is a very Bigfoot town. So there's a lot to do in the town itself. Mm-hmm. It's a small town, um, but it's in some of the most gorgeous landscapes of this entire country. Literally the drive there was stunning. Love it. Um, There's fishing, rafting and hiking opportunities in the famed six rivers national forest. And that is where a lot of Bigfoot sightings have been. So if you decide to go hiking there or any of those activities, keep an eye out. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. 
It's also the perfect town to pass through on your way to the Redwood National Forest and the amazing coast of Northern California. Uh, that's mm-hmm. w- that's what we so did. So pretty. We did. Yeah. Um, I, I, I thought she meant when you came to visit me because we also drove down the PCH and then I realized well, very that's, quickly that's that she did Southern California. Not be, yeah. I mean, the coast is the coast. It's a California coast. It's not like there's... All right. Listen. It is a little different. The Northern California coast... It has all those like like you know Cannon Beach, Oregon that has like all those like giant like rock mountains out in the I water. I do not just because I am not cultured or traveled. Well, we're gonna have to go then. I'm um, still waiting for you to come out here and get me my tattoo. I'm working on it. We're, we've been in a pandemic, <laughs> ma'am. This is a pandemic. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> so this town has a lot of like other Bigfoot related things for you to check out. Uh, just a short walk from the museum will bring you to the Bigfoot Motel. Ooh! Yes. Uh, if you go around back, you'll see a Bigfoot cage. I have photos of it. I'll try to uh, remember, put them does on the website. Does he stay there? Does he stay at the no, hotel? He does not. Do they have any evidence of him staying? Well, they're not. It's like when a celebrity comes, Haley. They're not going to say, They're going to put hey, him under a different name? Yes. Yes. Okay. Like, they're not going to say, hey, like... Halle Berry is here. No, they're going to be like, Jacinda Ardern II is here. And then you're just supposed to know that that's not really her or her double. I don't know what Bigfoot's stage name is. Sasquatch. No, that's just one of his aliases. (laughs) It's like Beyonce and Sasha Fierce. We know both. I don't know. If you know Um, Bigfoot's alias. (laughs) But they have rooms for as low as $79 a night and... It is way worth your money if you're going to be Hell staying yeah. in the area. Um, they even have a three-bedroom with a full kitchen so you and your entire Bigfoot hunting group can stay together. Yeah, I love yeah. that. A little farther down the road, you and your Bigfoot crew uh, can go to Bigfoot Steakhouse where you can get predictably <gasps> various food items with the Bigfoot name. No, but is the steak in the shape of a foot? This no, is what I I'm need. No, but I'm going to get to something that is in the shape of a Bigfoot. Yes! Okay, um, okay, I'm so, ready. But before, before you leave, um, check out... I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. No, I'm talking about the people who are going on this road trip that I'm... Proposing. Oh, oh, never mind. Never before mind. you Long leave moment, the, the steakhouse, check out... There is a Bigfoot mural on the side of the building, and it is gorgeous. Hell um, yeah. Other Bigfoot-related food in the area, if you go to Raging Creek Pub, they have something called Sasquatch Fries, which look like sloppy poutine, and it sounds delicious. I love sloppy poutine. Yeah, being on a uh, health journey. Oh, Oh, God. Yeah, it's the worst. It is the worst. Um, But for a real challenge, you could head down the road to Early Bird slash Bigfoot Burgers and try the namesake Bigfoot Burger, which is two patties, cheese, three slices of bacon served on a homemade French foot. They make the bread in the shape of like a Bigfoot and it's piled with all of the fixings. Oh, my God. Give me one with no cheese and I am ready to go. It looks amazing. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, And when you're walking off your food coma, you can browse Bigfoot books just a few steps away. There's also a Bigfoot equipment and repairs shop in the area, but I'm pretty sure it's just a lawn care shop. So I don't think you'll be doing any of your Bigfoot shopping there. Um, 
Besides all of the Bigfoot sites, Willow Creek has a couple of other cute shops and cafes, and I can personally vouch for Gonzalez Mexican Restaurant right next to the museum. When it was a huge bummer that I knew we weren't going to be able to go to the museum, we went to Mexican mm-hmm. Restaurant because I love Mexican food. Yeah. And it was so delicious. Highly recommend. Love it. You love to see it. Love it. Uh, and I think, yes, this is my last one. Uh, this is one that I have not been to, but it is definitely on like the top of my list. I would go this year, but I've got too much other shit going on. <laughs> um, but it's the Mothman Museum. And this is yes! in... Yeah, I know. It's in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, obviously. We've talked website, about it. W- yeah, we did. We talked about it a little bit in the Mothman episode. I think it was near episode 60, but I can't remember exactly for sure. Um, sure. The website is mothmanmuseum.com. It is open Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., Friday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., and Sunday, 12 to 5. And they're closed on Christmas Day, New Year's Day, Easter, and Thanksgiving. Hell yeah. It's only $4.50 for adults, 11 and up, and $1.50 for kids to go. So That's not bad at all. I know. Compared to the freaking like, Met or something where you have to yeah. pay like 25 bucks to get in. Yeah. Um, the museum contains rare archives all about the Mothman and the mysterious happenings that occurred in Point Pleasant in 1966 and 1967, as well as original press clippings and video footage of the Silver Bridge disaster, UFO activity, and other Mothman articles. There are rare handwritten police reports from the original Mothman eyewitnesses documenting what they experienced. It is also the only place in the world where you can see a display of props that were used in the filming of the Mothman prophecies, which we talked about on our oh, Mothman yes, episode. Oh, yes, we did. Yes. Their website also teased something new for 2020, which I'm guessing is being delayed due to COVID. But if you go, let me know what it is because they don't say anything else on their website. They just say something new is coming in 2020. Um, Obviously, all the merch that you can get, their Mothman goods are insane. They got t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, pins, stickers, books, everything. Um, Something that's really exciting, though, which is why I can't go this year because I have a friend's wedding. But every September, Point Pleasant becomes the home of the Mothman Festival. And Hell I did, yeah. I did mention this in our Mothman uh, episode, but I went to the Mothman Festival website and it literally looks like the Woodstock of my dreams. As it should. They have a full lineup of guest speakers, live bands, amazing vendors, food, and everything else you can imagine, and it's the place to be for Mothman enthusiasts. To help you navigate all of their activities, you can download the Mothman app for the festival. Uh, You can take part in many Mothman-related activities, like bus tours of famous sightings, a Mothman hayride, Mothman 5K, cosplay contests, and before you leave, you have to grab a a picture with the famous Mothman statue in town, which is conveniently right outside the museum. Hell yeah! Yeah. We love convenience. And this is another one that, like, the town is this cryptid. So (laughs) Point Pleasant is the Mothman town to be. Um, Right outside the museum, like I said, is the famed Mothman statue. Right next to the the museum is the coffee grinder. Uh, It's, like, right across the street. And they serve up a bunch of Mothman treats, including cookies and cupcakes and coffee as does the local ice cream shop called What's the Scoop. And it has a Mothman crazy shake, one of those like big shakes with all like the the stuff sticking out of it. It has candy eyes, a chocolate rim, and donut wings. And it looks so fucking cute. I want it. Um, I don't know if I could eat it. 
Right? Even the pizza shop has gotten in on the action. Village Pizza Inn offers a Mothman pizza with olive eyes, mushroom wings, a pepperoni body, and little green pepper legs. A pepperoni body. It's so cute. (laughs) Outside of town, you can find Mothman Urban Legends Bar and Grill, where you can order up a bunch of different cryptid-themed foods. Like, their whole menu is, like, different cryptid-named things. It looks so cute. Um, You can also check out the Silver Bridge Memorial outside of town and... As you'll know if you listen to our Mothman episode, it's mm-hmm. the site of one of the most famous Mothman sightings. And a bunch of shops in the area in Point Pleasant have um, antiques and souvenirs. And I'm sure there's more Mothman stuff that I have not been able to find. But I did like one of those, um, like just like a Google world walkthrough. Oh, where yeah. Where I just yeah. Went, went down all the streets to see if there was more Ma- Mothman stuff. So obviously, if you're in the area or if you've been there, you probably know more. So if anybody else knows of any other US, I'm, I d- did specifically US cryptids because I'm yes. sure there's like one for the Loch Ness Monster True. and a couple of other places. I didn't even include aliens on this one because there are so many different alien museums that I need Roswell, to do a separate the episode. the entire town is just an alien museum. Yeah. <laughs> in New much. Mexico. Yes. Yeah. So uh, that'll be a completely different episode. But if you know of any, not even, it doesn't even have to fully be a museum, like the Folk Monster Mart. It can be uh, just a spooky cryptid thing in your area because first of all i want to go because i want to go to all these places Mm -hmm. Uh, but second of all we can um make a running list so if people are uh in the area and we can be their spooky uh tour guide guide yes well and i think you can do that too with like a map on google you can make like a map with like little pinpoints and things like that Maybe if uh, a bunch of people send me stuff, I can do that and we can share it on the website. Yeah. So do that. Again, uh, you can go to our website, crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com. You can email us and please do crimeculturepod at gmail.com. We really do read emails and we do respond to them. Yes. We'd love to hear from you. Yes. And it makes our day. Yeah, it does. We just we just had a lovely message from our friend over in Naugatuck, Connecticut. I don't know if I can say where you live now that I say that, but Naugatuck, Connecticut, and that's Kyle. And just, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from everybody. we love to hear from our friends on Patreon. Stevie was quite a fan of the cat video. If you're oh, on our fantastic. Patreon page, you can see just how much effort went into getting the cats to do a tiebreaker between our two picks for last week's episode we it was a whole thing yeah and you know we got there in the end (laughs) we always do we always do um yeah go on our website there's all the links to our social media we're on facebook instagram and twitter and um that seems to be that for this week yeah i'm good if you've been to any of these places and have pictures, send them to us on any of Please, our Please, yes. And if we are allowed to share it, let us know. But uh, specifically, I'm very interested in the Skunk Ape Research Headquarters because there wasn't a ton of information on the website, but it seems interesting. What even is it? Like, I don't know. Oh my God. It seems like it's in the middle of the swamp. Like... <laughs> 
And I just, I need to know. I need I'm to know intrigued. about it. Yes, yes. We have listeners in Florida. Like, now is the time. Now is the time to go. Again, support Not all these places. Not now is the time to go. No, now is the time to explain this to us. No, and go. And but go. make sure to bring a friend. Don't go alone. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, Go to all of these um, websites. Go to their online merch stores. Get something for your secret Satan. Um, Just help people out because covid's been rough yeah and it's only it, it was good for a bit it's getting a little bit rougher so let's just help each other out where we can yeah safely mask yeah. up vax up please hell yeah vax up don't be selfish and get your friends to do it yeah olivia rodrigo said okay what yeah she went to the white house <laughs> Oh, she went to the White people. House to promote getting a mask. Yes, you do. I'm Driver's old. license. No, you I know Olivia know. Rodrigo. I've never heard this. I haven't turned on a radio in 13 years. No, but you have turned on Discord where Elisa and I both have sent so many Olivia Rodrigo mashups. And quite frankly, I think that this is more indicative of one of us clinging to our youth over the other. I guess. Just sinking our fingernails in to be like no not yet god it's brutal Fully out here right kids old. right my fellow gen z <laughs> anyway with all that said we will see you next tuesday yeah we will okay bye bye, bye.